0: good y'all what's up with it welcome back to another episode of hella relatable y'all know the vibes over here we get relatable vulnerable laughable teachable so we can what so we can thrive you feel me you feel me i'm gonna keep it real your girl is real tired right now <laughs> um over the past like three days i've only gotten the total of like nine hours of sleep dead ass um yeah I know toxic um but we're pushing through and we're doing what we have to do um and I am going to rest I promise y'all I'm going to rest and take care of myself please take care of yourselves if you tuned in last week uh you are aware that we were having a conversation about feminism and what's going on in the world and radical feminism at that. Um, And so we are continuing that conversation because me and your girl, Andrea, me and my girl, Andrea, we really had a lot to say. And when I say gems were dropped, baby, gems were dropped. So we are continuing the rest of that conversation this week as a part two, woo woo so without further ado let's get into it we're back we're back for another or for the second segment of this episode so we're gonna keep chopping it up good content good content as always glad to have you here andrea of course Thank you. This is kind of, like, backing off of, like, what we were talking about earlier in terms of, like, reclaiming your power and everything, but it's just worded differently. But, like, what makes you personally
1: feel powerful as a woman? Honestly, at this point in my life, and it also depends, like, what are we thinking in terms of power, right? Mm -hmm. Define power, because that can mean so many different things to so many different people. Yeah. But at this point in my life, I would have to say like I definitely feel participating in the amplification of other women mm. and and marginalized groups um and and not even necessarily participating in it but like doing my part to support something bigger than myself. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um and especially other women. Mm. Right? Because I feel like again going back to using your privilege right Mm -hmm. in a way that that's going to support other women advocate for them and then like in that's like kind of like on a sort of deeper more like profound level but then like on a personal level literally it's like just the every day whatever day right that i go out and i'm being my most authentic self yeah and i feel like maybe when i catch myself doing something that isn't in my best interest or isn't my most authentic self and and stopping myself and recognizing that and then changing that behavior that also is something that i think really makes me feel powerful because it it reinforces like damn all this work i've been doing and all this growth i've been trying to do like i've been doing the damn thing yeah like i'm actually doing the thing. You. you know and like this is it. This is exactly what I was working for. And look at where I am now. So yeah, that definitely is, for me personally, how I feel. I love Powerful. That. That's, I really love that. I love that a
0: lot. And I love how you worded it in a way of like, from a social standpoint, but also from a personal standpoint, because right. like, you also recognize your power in this society, mm-hmm. but you also recognize your power within
1: yourself, totally and the macro beautiful. and the micro, yeah, you know? like we have to there's yeah, that's beautiful, it. thank you, I love that, I love hearing mm. that, and
0: you can I can tell just mm-hmm. based on how you said that, like you're very confident in what you believe and you and you live that every day, mm-hmm. and that's what matters most, even like from the conversations that we've had. Like all this, you know, for the day of like what you do to take care of yourself and how to like you know like what you need to do to to be you know to take care of yourself and protect your energy mm-hmm. and protect your peace of mind. Like you can tell that you do that every day, and that contributes to like your your um your existence as a woman and how you you are like. Ten o'clock. I can't do <laughs> my words. <laughs> um, like yeah. empowered. I guess if that's the word, I, I don't think that's the word I'm looking for. But like you embody what
1: you what you say, which is so oh nice. yeah, thank you, thank, thank you me. so much. That means a lot. And really, when you when when you put so much work into something, to then have someone else be like, I see that, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, damn, like, yeah, validation feels good. You mm-hmm. know, and it's also good to know that like, I'm I'm trying to walk the walk. You know, nice. yeah, I'm trying to practice what I preach, and so to. Yeah. To hear that you see that, it feels good. It's, it. I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. I definitely see it. And even how like you, you even speak to your children and how your children speak and how your daughters carry themselves as well. Like, like what you were saying about me earlier, like you can tell like how, um, a parent raises their child. Like I can tell how, you Thank raise you. your daughters and they, they carry themselves so well. And like, you. they're just so wise, but beyond their years, you know, totally. and I love that they are, you can tell like, like I, like I, there's so many, you know, kids that are at that age and so many teenagers that are at that age that don't, you know, that aren't secure within themselves because of so much that's around them. And of course, like there's still those, you know, those kids and those teenage aspects, but like, they're very grounded And, like, who they are as girls right now. And, like, I can see that you breathe that into them when you speak and how you you talk to them. And that's just so... It's so beautiful to see, like, even having conversations with them. It's like, yeah, this is a healthy environment. Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: And I just appreciate your whole, like, interactions with them. Like, I told you, like, they knew that they wanted to come down here and hang out with you. It was killing them. They're just like, I want to hang out. And I always... Anytime there's someone that comes into my home and like, you know, talks to my girls, like, human beings and engages, and I really appreciate that. Oh, of course. You know, like, because that's, Pablo and I are very, like, those are the kind of parents that that we are, and we like to, like, we like to hang out with them and we like to spend time with them. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, again, like, that whole mentality of, like, oh, go, kids, go be with the kids and let the adults... Do they, I don't know. It's some. Yeah. There's a time and a place, of course. Yeah. But for the most part, yeah. Like we like to do things together as a family, and I love hanging out with them. They're the coolest kids. They are. They're awesome. Yeah. They're and and ultimately, right? Like, it's hard, right? Mm-hmm. Being especially a teenage girl, right? Mm-hmm. And and every now and again, I'm like, oh my gosh, like let's say you know the attitude or the eye rolls or the things, right? Mm-hmm. But I love that they feel safe to be their authentic selves yeah right and have their moments this is a safe space for them mm-hmm. you know and and i feel like it's hard for a lot of parents to see it this way to frame it mm-hmm. but like let's say when a kid or a teenager is like mouthing off or acting up or maybe they're having a rough day maybe it's manifesting you know in, in a kind of like just a mood it's, it's kind of a sign of it's a good thing it's their mm-hmm. safe space, and they feel safe to be their true, authentic self. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, even though it can be annoying and it can be frustrating, it's also a, a positive sign. It's a, it's a healthy sign that that the person feels safe in the environment to express their frustration or whatever.
0: And if they can't feel safe in like their home, mm-hmm. like where can they feel safe at? You yeah. know. So, and yeah. I could just the it's just very healthy. This environment's Thank very you. healthy. I felt it
1: immediately when I came in here I sure do hope so thank you so much we work real damn hard
0: (laughs) (laughs) and it's it's paying off and I love it I love it
1: I want to I want to produce some emotionally stable individuals with only just a a touch enough of trauma to create a good sense of humor (laughs) (laughs)
0: like like a dark sense of humor yeah you can like like the laugh to keep from crying yeah (laughs) I tell them
1: I'm like you know every now and again Having a weird mom builds character. So you have to, like, have mm-hmm. just enough. Just enough. Just enough. You know, <laughs> it,
0: it's balance, you know.
1: <laughs> it, it,
0: it's something you might need in totally. this lifetime. Totally. Balance is key. I tell you what. I, <laughs> I, I I believe that I when I'm a mom, I'm going to be a very weird mom. And they're going to the be best, like, Mom, man. what's wrong with you? I'm going to be yeah. like, everything. And I'm okay with yeah.
1: It. <laughs> they get it's so frustrated with me because they'll be like oh my god mom what's wrong with you and i straight up like oh so many things so many things you, but i'm fine with that, that. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you always say that and yeah. i am gonna say it again
1: 100 <laughs> percent.
0: i'm gonna say it again like because i don't think it, anything's wrong with being weird at all like it's, exactly
1: it's cool. or like i tell her kids you know weird good weird
0: there's yeah. a good
1: There's good weird there's good weird you know there we is gotta, we gotta strive for the good weird you otherwise can... it gets boring it does
0: like yeah. You gotta switch it up every now and then, yeah. you know. You can't, you know. Sometimes I I like to to kind of keep you on edge, you yeah. know, and you don't know what to expect. This keep what's going on, your, on toes. your you know. I, yes, that's, that's the it. that's the phrase. Keep you on that's your toes. It. Yeah, you don't know what to expect. Like, yeah, then then it's like you're gonna be with a whole different person. Yeah. Like you know how they have those memes where it's like you don't have to worry about cheating because I'm, I will be a different person every day. <laughs> That's me. Like it's like you're gonna you'll have something new and I might have a new hairstyle too. Like it's gonna be fine. Like you're basically dating like twenty different women. Like you, <laughs> and it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> But, um, like, moving forward from, like, that, the, the um, conversation about being, a, like, what makes you feel powerful as a woman and everything, um, obviously, like, as women and, and just in terms of moving forward with, like, everything that's happening socially, there's a lot of challenges that come with that. And even just the simple idea of a woman being powerful, like, you know, owning up her own power and, like, walking true in like walking stepping into her power Mm -hmm. and embodying her power there's challenges along the way and i just want to know like from your perspective what do you think is a woman's biggest challenge when it comes to reclaiming her own power or even discovering her own power
1: the biggest barrier to a woman reclaiming or even discovering her own power and some patriarchy girl I tell you what <laughs> I mean I half half joking you know yeah um mm-hmm. gosh it's hard to say and I'm, I'm really not sure if I could say like what is the number one barrier right mm-hmm. I, many women would say many people would say hey you know the patriarchy period absolutely That system of oppression absolutely And that, yeah, that very well could be it. Um, I feel like there are also several different mental health components at play there, Mm. depending upon what environment a woman is in, Mm -hmm. um, depending upon her upbringing, depending upon a whole variety of factors. Mm -hmm. You know, like sometimes we are our own biggest barrier. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But if you think about it, anyway, at the end of the day, whatever deep psychological issues are are creating these barriers they're more than likely rooted in patriarchal mm-hmm. ideas yep right yep um absolutely i mean everything for a- a- anything just about anything just like give me anything and i'll i will turn it around and root it in capitalism mm-hmm. just about anything i'll turn yep. it around and root it in the patriarchy
0: mm-hmm. right
1: like mm-hmm. when it when it comes to to women's themes and women's issues mm-hmm. yep yeah same I, i'll do the same
0: thing yeah like i'll root it back to capitalism patriarchy and slavery
1: absolutely absolutely <laughs> like... racism right enslavement mistreatment of, mm-hmm. of anyone who is seen as other yep or mm-hmm. weaker mm-hmm. right Yep, because
0: those are all even, like, the idea of patriarchy, even the system of patriarchy, the system of slavery was built off of social constructs of, like, if you don't look this way, right, you aren't going to be treated the way how like how you should be, because you aren't perceived as a human because right. you don't look a certain way, and because you don't look a certain way, you're not going to be treated a certain way, right. and that's how it all starts. Yeah and that's totally. how everything starts totally mm-hmm. totally
1: totally you yeah. know and then of course okay so stepping outside of that right like okay so if that is the root of it and that is the that is the ultimate barrier
0: mm-hmm.
1: right then we obviously 100 percent need to work to dismantle that system yeah. and not just as a society mm-hmm. but also within mm-hmm. right within the individual within the nuclear family within the extended family within the community right little by little these systems and and as much as we would love to just smash the patriarchy you know Hmm. one false swoop like all systems of oppression it's something that's going to take time Mm -hmm. and slowly individually at the micro level so that it can slowly begin to expand outward Mm -hmm. into the community and it has we have seen it's just in- incredibly frustrating and and like <gasps> deflating sometimes to yeah. then see these steps back. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, I agree. Roe v. Wade and like, <sighs> you know. <sighs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's super infuriating, mm. you know, especially thinking about like, you know, like, I've got three dollars. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. Mm. what do, what do, you know, what do you say to them? What do you say to that? Yeah. You know, hey, hope y'all can fix it. Right. Because we couldn't, yeah.
0: So Mm -hmm. little by little,
1: right? And little, and it does, and you know what? It starts at home. The way I, rather than allow myself to, to feel too defeated and begin to feel all down about, because I can totally happen. I get a little bit too much, you know, and that's when I stop like that's when I take my little social media breaks I don't read any news I go away from all of it for a while I don't want to know about current events Mm -hmm. but I do feel better when I like retreat inward and focus on my family yeah because ultimately this is my safe space yeah and I know it makes me feel good to know that what I'm putting into those girls right they are going to they are taking out into the world Mm. right Mm -hmm. and so like maybe i can't make those big smashing changes but i can do it little by little by sending these amazing girls out into the world
0: you know it's and every step matters like even those little details and i think those little details are the most important because you really can't jump ahead you know Mm -hmm. in order for you to even understand the macro issue you have to understand the micro issues Mm -hmm. you know like even thinking about in terms of like racism when we're talking Mm -hmm. about like it's more than just thinking about things in terms from like a big standpoint sometimes it also includes the little things like micro aggressions Mm -hmm. literally like little things like that which is not little. I mean, it's little, but it's in. The, it's part of a bigger system mm-hmm. that is extremely destructive. Yeah. You know, but like microaggressions, those little details matter because those little details are what ends up expanding into something mm-hmm. bigger mm-hmm. and and paying attention to those little details is what, is what changes what happens on a macro level right. so that things can shift for a better purpose and for a you know towards a better direction
1: right absolutely
0: yeah so that's i agree that's very important and like what what happens in your own community is very reflective of a lot Mm -hmm. you know absolutely and how you're responding to what happens to that also you know it's yeah definitely that goes off on my next question which is a little redundant but um what are some issues that women have in our own communities and why do you feel that like women are perceived as powerless specifically in terms of like just the the term power?
1: I think that, you know, we were talking about this earlier. I can't remember if it was before we were recording or not. But the idea of of uh being a threat. Mm. Right? Right. It was before when so these labels and these ideas that are applied to women right meant to kind of like squash down just like diminish just like you know step on i guess Mm -hmm. that's what i'm trying to say a lot of that is rooted in fear yep right yep you know that kind of like fear of 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 any kind of the the idea of the powerful woman or the idea like the the uh, archetype of the woman as witch which mm-hmm. we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. right the label of witch the way that that was applied to women i mean let's say you know even even as late because it was it was earlier but even as late as the the witch trials of the 1600s mm-hmm. right was the 1600s roughly I'm sleepy right now so. these these were examples of a woman straying from or doing something that was perceived by a man as either dangerous because it challenged something right that the that the men held to be true and then later found it wasn't true or even um just something uh, uh, like healthcare right Mm -hmm. what we now in in modern day you know consider healthcare, Mm -hmm. something like midwifery right with the women in the village that would support the other women as they birth the babies right um that's too much power that's that's just too much power for a woman to have over herself right Mm -hmm. and I think that the idea of the the woman as weak or powerless was an idea that was that was sort of like the seed was planted and it just grew and grew and grew over time yeah because yeah are our women are we physically weaker than most men yeah most of the time yeah mm-hmm. you know what that that is a thing mm-hmm. okay right but when throughout history that's all the men had right this is how we're going to dominate right with physical power with fear with we're gonna make you afraid Mm-hmm. right but then to realize well this is all we have because oh look like this woman like knows some stuff mm-hmm. right but we can't let anyone else know that this woman or that with these women know stuff I'm yeah. just I'm being very vague in that well, like right yeah, yeah yeah, right we can't let we can't let them know right so it's hysteria she's in hysterics you know she, or she's crazy Mm -hmm. Right? How many times have we heard that? (sighs) Or the joke about, like, a guy breaking up with, a a girl breaking up with a guy, a guy gets mad, spreads rumors that she was nuts, she was crazy, and everyone believes it, right? Because the hysterical female, Mm -hmm. or whatever. You know? And I think that the idea of the powerless woman, kind of like, it just stems from, it's kind of like, literally, junior high rumor mill yeah these no it men is. basically that's what that's what they did they create mm-hmm. these stories in order to maintain the oppressive system mm-hmm. that they've got going on mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. this is how you do it and this is how they've done it for generations and then yeah. right then we have the issue you know it's not self-fulfilling but like kind of so okay that's what's going on okay and then what happens women a woman gets pregnant who's going to take care of the baby well first of all who's carrying the baby right right mm-hmm. so already there it's a situation where well now i've got this life growing inside of me right like what am i supposed to do got to take care of the baby right mm-hmm. and so okay woman births the baby. looking okay, at woman has got to care for the baby right yeah we do see men doing that a little bit more now but for the most part mm-hmm. right Mm-hmm and so already that puts a woman in a a place of vulnerability Mm -hmm. uh oftentimes uh lack of resources no access to resources the woman has often given up her career or whatever work she was doing to stay home to care for the baby
0: yeah
1: right Mm -hmm. all of these things puts a woman in a position of relative weakness and and a place where she needs the man yeah right? And so when this is happening, you know, decade after decade after decade mm-hmm. and women just popping out babies, popping out babies, popping out babies, right? Of course things start to change. We start, you know, we've got we've got some advancements, we've got birth control, but all of this stuff is very a lot of people don't realize how new a lot of this was. Mm-hmm. It the year, I don't know if it was the year I was born or it was like after It wasn't until then that women could even like get a bank account by themselves Mm. independently, right? So Um. what do you do? It's literally like it's textbook. It's what you learn about um, about abusive relationships, Mm -hmm. right? What does the abuser do? They isolate, right? Mm -hmm. They make the victim become dependent on them and only them for everything, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You you further the isolation right and then you reinforce to the victim that they need you and that you are incapable Mm -hmm. this sounds an awful lot like what men have been doing to women for centuries yeah right and up until recently right like i said it was like what i really can't remember i wish i could remember the date it was like 77 something like that you know what that is to be like, just not that long ago, mm-hmm. you know, imagine that you couldn't even go get a bank account in your name. Yeah. Like your own bank account with your own money. Goodness. Right. So yeah, to answer that question, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> that is ultimately why we have the perception as of, of women as weak, because mm-hmm. it's been force fed to us as a society. Mm hmm.
0: It's it's interesting because it, it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier in how it it, it looks like um like it contradicts itself mm-hmm. because it's like women are in air quotes powerless, but when a woman truly like channels her her inner power, mm-hmm. like. A lot of people get intimidated. Mm -hmm. A lot of men get intimidated by her, Mm -hmm. you know, and then their ego is threatened Mm -hmm. and they feel that they don't feel like the alpha in the room anymore. Mm -hmm. So they try to, they basically do like gaslighting Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in a, in a more, in a, um, because I know there's racial gaslighting, so I'm trying to think of what the term would be in terms of women and men. Like, gender gaslighting or, like, sexism gaslighting or, I don't know, like, it'd be yeah. gaslighting from, you know, women and men perspective. But anyway, but mm-hmm. they gaslight the woman to make her feel like she's doing too much or mm-hmm. that she's doing too, too... Or she's, you know, she's doing too much or she's saying too much, she's being too aggressive. Yeah. And then... It almost like, and again, air quotes, puts her in a place,
1: Yeah,
0: puts her in her, in her place of like, she has to be below the man. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But then it's like, y'all saying that women are powerless, it's, it's not because a woman is powerless, mm-hmm. it's because y'all are manipulative, right? right? Like, that's right. what it is, and it's, again, it, like you said, everything is rooted back to patriarchy, because mm-hmm. that in itself is a system of patriarchy of like, the man has to be Mm -hmm. on top of things and the woman has to be below him Mm -hmm. and and let him take over or anything unless it has something to do with being a reproductive system,
1: cooking and cleaning. Right.
0: You know? And it's just weird how that all comes, how that all is. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Especially given the fact that throughout history, we do know that there are cultures that were matriarchal. Right? Mm hmm And I guess, you know, I mean... I'm no historian, so I won't say exactly what happened to these groups. But mm-hmm. for the most part, I think we all know colonialism, violence—you know—was mm-hmm. destroyed. So many rich cultural traditions, mm-hmm. and yeah, along with those, some of these majorable societies just faded away, and. I think at this you know for me what i want at the end of the day what i would like to see is just and what i what i strive for in my own nuclear family in my immediate life which is just an egalitarian situation Mm -hmm. you know all things being equal right everyone's on the same team everyone's supporting everyone you know my family right Mm -hmm. like yeah and, again, I know I've touched on this a few times, but, like, within the Latina community, there are some things that are just, for, for some folks that they see in my family, it's just, what the heck? Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like... And it it wasn't always like this. We take turns. There was a period of time where I was a stay-at-home mom mm. for a long time. And, okay, so I'm staying at home. So, yeah, heck yeah, I was doing the bulk of the cooking and the cleaning and because that's fair. Right, yeah. Right? Once I the kids started getting older I went back to work full time you know things started changing things started shifting Mm -hmm. I don't do laundry Pablo (laughs) does the laundry right he'll do the dishes we split it every now and again um but we don't I'm not interested in subscribing to gender roles Mm -hmm. right and I think that is a big part of rejecting the patriarchy Mm -hmm. i think that's like we were talking about rest as resistance yeah also this is another form of that too yeah right and giving Mm -hmm. our kids an example of what that looks like Mm -hmm. so that they can grow up and find and build relationships based on that kind of equity yeah And
0: I I think there's a difference too between like a role and a responsibility. Right. Right. Because you know, like obviously, in like in terms of cooking and cleaning, like those are responsibilities. Right. But any adult, for anyone, exactly. Yeah. You know, and that's everyone has to do that at some point. But it's different when it becomes a role.
1: Right. You know, like right. when
0: you're based in a role, is basically assigned to someone. Exactly. Like, it's like, this is what you do because that's what you've been assigned exactly. to do. Exactly. Whereas the responsibility is like, I need to take care of this because it will not get done and things mm-hmm. will not get done and things won't function if I don't take care of it. Totally. You know, it's like a part of what it's part I mean, of what I have to do.
1: You would think it were a joke, but it's not. Like, how many times when the girls were younger, and let's say um when I first started working I slowly you know part-time while Emma was really little Mm -hmm. um because we did all that yeah to say because daycare is freaking expensive as I'll get out it it is and we our particular parenting we did not want to put our babies in in the hands of anyone else yeah so we made huge sacrifices yeah. To make that happen. This was not mm-hmm. some cushy situation, right? That's yeah tough. But once I started working again, oh my god, how many times I heard who's oh who watches the baby. Oh she's with her dad. Oh, that's so good. What a great guy. He helps, and you know, these com people he's not helping, mm-hmm. he's taking care of his kid right like he right? helps like like no 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 because yeah saying that he helps implies that they are mine mm-hmm. and that he's helping yeah you know, they are his too he helps <laughs> that's just yeah no 100 <laughs> percent. and there's this image of mm-hmm. this idea of the dad who air quotes babysits mm-hmm. so mom mm-hmm. can go out and do errands or like right and then the, oh what a good guy Oh, you're so lucky. And there's so much applause
0: with that. It's like, no, that's
1: that's that's what he's supposed to do. That's expected. And no, I am not lucky. Mm -hmm. I've actively made this happen. This is my literal life. We made this happen together. Right? Mm -hmm. Oh
0: gosh. I can't stand that too. And there's a lot of that of like. Especially when it comes to relationships and, like, how a man treats a woman. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, he's such a good guy. He he says I love you. He calls you beautiful. It's, like... Mm -hmm. And, of course, like, what you need in terms of how to feel loved depends specifically on your love language and what you need. So, like, saying words of affirmation may not be that. And it might be something else. But, like, Mm -hmm. something as simple as just respecting you... Totally. That's not a good person right. that's a person that's doing what they're supposed but to right they're do. doing the bare minimum you know they're doing the bare yeah. minimum that exactly it's like mm-hmm. somebody respecting you and somebody treating you like the 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 queen that you are mm-hmm. and treating you like the woman that you are that should not be a reward that's right. a, totally that's, totally. that's, a, that's yeah, expected yeah. that's standard right you know and so it's like oh he's so sweet
1: oh but like, if I do that, what are you gonna do? Like? Right, right, right. What are you gonna? Oh no! What are you me? gonna do? I'm exactly. Just, like, like doing the thing. Oh, okay. So he folded laundry, but I should give him a trophy now. Right. Also, that's super infantilizing to <laughs> the man. That's super <laughs> insulting to him because then it implies that he's not capable.
0: Uh, yeah. Of exactly. Oh, my God.
1: Exactly. It's like
0: yeah. so. Because man, he doesn't know how to do laundry like yeah yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. or like oh my god he does the he does the dishes he right. keeps the house wow you have a he's a keeper yeah yeah yeah. yes but he's right right but that's the basic like what the
1: hell
0: that's the basic stuff and then yeah. like and then you have there are men that i've came across where like when they do stuff like that they expect oh for sure applause and they mm-hmm. expect praise Because that's what they've been given. And it's like, baby, don't be doing that around me. Yeah. Because that's what you're supposed to do. Right. No, like, when are you going to apply the woman for giving birth to a child Mm -hmm. for nine months, dealing Mm -hmm. with backaches and swollen feet Mm -hmm. and morning sickness, but, like, even just having, going through labor?
1: Girl, that, let me tell you. Yeah, that's a whole thing. That's a whole, like... That's and, a whole other thing, and you want me to
0: applaud you for doing the dishes?
1: Like the things that that you know, as women, that we put ourselves through, that our bodies have to go through, to then yeah, to have it be just like oh well, it's just some kind of like it's an expectation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it mm-hmm. goes beyond. Also, the you know, for the man, I I understand that it can it's far as removed mm-hmm. because it's outside again can't they can't they don't experience it they don't know it's, it's a yeah. privilege that they that they have to have these things just kind of go over their heads mm-hmm. but that's why it's so important to listen exactly right and really absorb mm-hmm. our experiences mm-hmm. right yeah like oh my god i read something recently which i had read something about this in the past but recently it came to my attention again which is after delivering a baby after having a baby and and experiencing all that is the postpartum period and the initial period of infancy Mm. it was that it takes something like five to six years for a woman's sleep cycle to return to fully to to return fully to normal what and the hormone levels as well right so it goes beyond just birthing a baby and then the year after with the breastfeeding but like the hormones and things that there things do not even back out and get kind of quote unquote back to normal for years wow for years right and i'm like 100 percent. i can absolutely attest to that mm. it that's it that's, just wow. takes a significant toll it's... on on a person wow and um of course we don't know as much as we could know about mm-hmm. all of this because hey Why bother studying women, right? (laughs) Right. There's so much that we don't know, Mm -hmm. and again, that's you know, patriarchy, right? Patriarchy. The patriarchal history Mm -hmm. of of healthcare in America, Mm -hmm. Um, all over the world, right? Mm -hmm. Studies left and right, but like, there's so much that we're just now learning about the way certain illnesses affect uh women or mm. life experiences things like the postpartum experience mm. um mm-hmm. the reproductive elements of the reproductive system women's sex organs yeah. We barely recently found out you know learned and and it's and most people still i mean oh my gosh still there's still people who i talk to who are surprised but actual clear diagrams of of the woman's sex organs that didn't exist 20 years ago yeah, and it wasn't. It wasn't considered an important thing to to study.
0: Nope, not at all.
1: The priority,
0: and that's just like it. It just goes to show that a lot of these issues are rooted back to this this system. You know oh, yeah. that is that is just made to keep women inferior, and I believe that like a lot of these systems that are in place to keep marginalized groups inferior is simply created out of fear. Totally. Because obviously they were made in the first place because that was rooted in fear from Mm -hmm. the first place of like, well, I feel like I deserve these, these resources. Mm -hmm. So I'm going, you know, because I look this way because I have, these abilities or because I am a man or whatever, like Mm -hmm. I'm going to make it accessible for me. Right. You know, and if you don't fit that, then you don't get it. And it's like more of like rooted in fear and just greed, greed of wanting to keep access to resources, keeping access to power, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? And so that's why these positions are in place. And then it becomes so toxic to the point where it's like, it, it's so root, deeply rooted in our systems and our communities that we start to project that same mentality onto each other. Mm-hmm. And women tend to do that with oh, each so other. Much, we so do much. that, you yes. know? And we do it not to each other, but ourselves as well. Totally. And that's, like, the scariest thing for me when it comes to talking about these systems that are in place because it's so deeply rooted that we're willing to to inflict that on mm-hmm, each other mm-hmm. and sometimes we don't even realize that we're doing it. Right. And like I said we'll do it to ourselves and we won't even realize it. Like like even something as simply as shaving. Oh my you god. You know, yeah. it's yeah, like yeah. like and you like despite <laughs> be because like I like to shave because I feel like a woman when I shave, mm-hmm. but that idea mm-hmm. is rooted in patriarchy.
1: Right, right, right. And
0: even though yes it makes me feel confident, it makes me feel good like that's still a patriarchal mm-hmm. idea. Absolutely, you yeah. know. Yeah, it's like a lot of this is rooted in patriarchy because, yeah. like, I mean, if we're being real, if if shaving wasn't such a, well, if it wasn't pushed on women to to shave so often, I don't mm-hmm. think many women would shave. Like,
1: oh no, totally. You know? Like, totally. I don't think
0: it would it would happen.
1: Totally, no, and it's absolutely mm-hmm. something that is. um you know, when thinking in terms of like, what what does a person find attractive or unattractive? Mm-hmm. These are all things that mm-hmm. are taught to us throughout our lives, mm-hmm. how we're what we're exposed to, and how we're exposed to it, mm-hmm. right? So, like, of course, there are different cultures where things like a woman, you know, not shaving her underarms, for example, no one bats an eye. It's mm-hmm. like whatever, mm-hmm. right? But that's because that's a part of that culture right and it's just forever and it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't mean anything really mm-hmm. but then there there are others like here for example where yeah that's absolutely it's like ew that's gross yep you know okay well who says it's gross mm-hmm. oh okay well these men okay but why do these men say it's gross Mhm. right what yep. makes it gross or what may, oh because you don't like it because you're not attracted. Oh, okay but why oh because that's for men mm. okay but why who says Right. Mm -hmm. We're all human beings. Yep. Right. So it's like it's important to 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 just ask these questions. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm a big fan of asking questions, but especially like with teenagers. Right. They have like we were talking about earlier. Yep. Ask some probing questions to get down to the why of it. And I mean, I do it to my own self. Yeah. I've said it a bunch of times to the girls. They're like, you know, I wish I could. Mm-hmm. But it's so deeply ingrained. Like, it's just in there in my psyche. Like, I, I'll be like, screw that. I'm not going to shave my underarms. Mm-hmm. And that lasts, like, two days. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, whatever. Maybe that's mm-hmm. not for me to do. Yeah. But i love to see it. Yeah. You know? Like, I, 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 for for some women, you know, it's that. Mm-hmm. You know? screw it, I'm not going to shave my nerves, and am like, grow because I'm a human being, and that's a natural part of being a human being. Right. For me, it's, you know, doing things like shaving my head, mm-hmm. you know, or... So, like, going against the grain, just, just in our own individual ways. It's very different for everyone,
0: and sometimes mm-hmm. that might even mean, like, like, you know, even just, like, being a bitch, you know, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then sometimes is, you know, there's power in that, and, yeah. like... And, and I when I say that, of course, I mean that in like air quotes of yeah. like, you know, just really being outspoken, mm-hmm. you know, because women aren't allowed to be outspoken in this society right. or even like, like what I was going, like kind of going back to what I was talking about earlier, like for me, it's being silly and being goofy yeah. because like I don't like to take life seriously all the time, right. you know, right. and like that may not be so quote unquote ladylike of me but i don't care because like right. i you know y'all don't define me i define right. me and like if i feel like a woman the way how i feel woman, and like if i don't if i don't allow myself to be silly like then i won't be myself for one and like that also When people see you be your authentic self, it inspires them to be their authentic self. Totally, that right
1: there. You know, absolutely. And
0: so it's like, if I'm not my authentic self, what am I telling people around me that want to that are inspired by me or something? Right. And like, so it's like, as individuals, like it's important for us to to be that. You know, and like you said, like I like how you said that. It's like there's something different about each woman that is, you know, because like it could be shaving it could be shaving your hair it could be being outspoken it could be wearing tomboy clothes it could be wearing men's deodorant it could mm-hmm. be it could be anything it could be even if it's not that it could even be dressing modestly or even if you are like mm-hmm. by like you know and you do fit like those those patriarchal um ideologies like if you do it for you right. then it's still Right. It's still a form of empowerment, you know? Right, right, right. Like, so I like that you... I like how you said that. Yeah.
1: Thanks.
0: And with that, even, like, to, to like, move on to, like, the next question, you know, for others to, like, help others be powerful, we have to be powerful within ourselves. And to follow up with that, like, what ways can a woman reclaim her power to feel her best? I think
1: ultimately at least for me it's been rebuilding a sense of self Mm. um and gracefully stepping into the next stage of my life as Mm. a woman um it's it's not about that i you know I've said this to to folks and it seems like some people get it twisted or get a little confused when I talk about first of all we're not here to be appealing to the male gaze and we never do need to dress in a way that is appealing to the male gaze but young as a younger woman you know all there's this there's this idea this mentality that you know to look attractive or something or we wanna we wanna do things or engage in behaviors or dress ourselves in a way or adorn ourselves in a way that is appealing or attractive. Mm. Right? To who? I don't know. Sometimes it's to the opposite sex, sometimes it's the same sex, sometimes it's it's who knows who. But ultimately I think to unpack that and and understand how we choose to adorn ourselves and dress mm-hmm. ourselves where it comes from just Mm -hmm. explore asking ourselves those questions because then we can really stop and go oh hey well maybe I'm doing this for the wrong reason or wearing this for the wrong reason or the wrong kind of attention
0: yeah
1: right and I feel like for me you know embracing what I like Mm -hmm. and doing what I like when I like to yeah why I like to where I like to mm-hmm. right that to me is super empowering yeah you know and and if if we're thinking in terms of like like I love to experiment with fashion in a mm. way that I actually never did when I was younger and I think that just had more to do with the fact that I didn't I just didn't know you know yeah and um I love that there's this you know I love I love like stuff that like makes you look good or not maybe mm. it doesn't make you look stereotypically good but I like it you know, I like like messing around with fun structural pieces and like really like interesting lines and asymmetrical things and things that to me vi- are visually appealing. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it quote unquote hugs the right curves mm-hmm. or accentuate this or minimizes that. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I'm wearing it because I freaking like it and I want to look like a damn geometric shape if i want to <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's not everything needs to enhance the figure and all of that Absolutely. and i think yeah. to me that is like a, a way that as i especially as i as i'm aging um i say that and i make it sound like i'm so so not <laughs> but it's like it's so important to embrace that too yeah as a society and this is something that again inherently patriarchal bro let us live yes like let us age in peace please you know please (laughs) i don't need anti-wrinkle creams i don't want them yeah i don't need you know anti-aging anything yeah i do skincare Mm -hmm. right like i use serums and all of these things to enhance what i already have and 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 take care of my skin but none of it is anti-aging or lift this the other that to me is is something also that i think it's like really important and and for me is empowering is is that ability to embrace you know life i'm so yeah lucky to have even made it this far yeah there are people who i cared about who didn't make it this far mm-hmm. right i'm not gonna sit here and try to embrace those years mm-hmm. and fight against the passage of time yeah right and and i think that's a huge part also for me of like um step just just walking through and stepping into this part of life watching my girls grow Mm. and living my life in a way that that is authentic to me yeah right and Mm. um ultimately at the end of the day girls the goal is not to be sexy Mm-hmm. and hot and all that shit. <laughs> mhm. You know? Cuz then what? Cuz then what? Oh, okay. What did you do? I was hot. <laughs> and what else did you do? Mhm. Right? Yeah. Like it, not that there's anything wrong with wanting to if you really like the way something looks and it also just so happens to be yeah. something that is uh "Quote unquote hot," you know what I mean. Fits into the mold of of mm-hmm. you know the the mainstream. I don't know what else to call it. <laughs> that not, look, yeah. right? Go ahead and do it. Great, but make sure you're doing it for the right reasons mm-hmm. and enjoy yourself, and don't suppress who you are, mm. so you can still be hot. <laughs> "Quote unquote hot," yeah. right? And so anyway, yeah, I totally i digress um (laughs) yeah for me that's just that's what that is it's that being myself so supremely oh that's you know with no kind of like shame or no holding back yeah you know yeah
0: not anymore anyway you know yeah i really like that thanks that's really nice i really like that it, it all goes back to just prioritizing you.
1: Yeah. that You know, it yeah. all
0: goes back to that because there's always going to be these systems in place for as long as they're in place, you oh. know, and we are going to be with ourselves from the minute we are brought into this world to the mm-hmm. minute we leave. And if we don't take care of us and don't explore what we need and what makes us happy, we'll truly never be happy. Right. You know, and we can fight things all day. But at the end of the day, if we're not satisfied with who we are and what we love, we're not going to feel empowered ever. Totally. Ever. So I really... I like that and hearing that from you I can tell that that is what makes you feel Powerful as a woman because you do Live that and you show that Like I said earlier before And like you very much are Woman like you are Superwoman energy
1: so Thank you Tepica.
0: Of course I'm of course. blushing
1: oh,
0: <laughs> I did my job
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah man gotta like let people live yeah you know mm-hmm. let people live a thousand percent do what the hell they want to do my crazy ass wants to be collecting toys and Halloween <laughs> <and> stuff and <laughs> these are all the things that i want to be doing let me do it she has a whole hop.
0: <laughs> collection and it's so cool like <laughs> thank you I love it because you know it's crazy because I would see them in the store and I'd be like I wonder if someone actually collects these
1: and boom uh, like yeah and we can thank my brother-in-law for starting me on this um that's so dope he, yeah. that's cool I like that it's fun you know it's fun it it's bring, cool. you know things that bring us joy mm-hmm. yeah. yeah we need we need to bring ourselves give ourselves grace
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know some peace and some damn joy and that's that she said what she said she said
0: what she said mm-hmm. um before we wrap it up
1: do you have any questions for me goodness basically everything that we just talked about mm-hmm. but in your words go now <laughs> <laughs> like so history like Paul could go for a whole eight more hours <laughs> like I think I'm super curious about so as far as the podcast goes and you doing this I love it Thank right you. and it feels like to me this feels like an extension of 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 you and your work right Jeez. and for yeah. your your own self but like, How do you feel, whatever vision you have for the the podcast, how do you feel that relates to your own uh, reclaiming your power? Ooh.
0: That's a great question. I don't know if I've really ever told you, like, why I started the podcast, but, like, back in 2020, um, and I kind of talked about this on, I think, the last episode, I don't remember, but... Mm -hmm. um, during the lockdown when everything was, you know, shut down everything, I was just so caught up in, like, external environments, you know, Mm -hmm. and that, of course, just happens when you're exposed to so much, you know, Mm -hmm. and I had no choice but to be still, and something Mm -hmm. just kind of felt like I needed to step away from everything for a second, and, and, like, I realized during the lockdown that I didn't even know for a second. And and like, I realized during the lockdown that I didn't even know who I was. I didn't really even know what I wanted in life and what I wanted to be because I was so caught up in what everyone else was doing. And, and I, you know, I'm, I'm very much of like a a selfless person at times Mm -hmm. where I will do things for other people very often, which is no problem. But like, I wasn't doing things for myself. Mm -hmm. I, I tend to be I like, I like to help people mm-hmm. and I like to do things for people because I care about people. But then sometimes I get so caught up in caring for other people that I take away from caring for myself. Hmm. And so during the pandemic, I realized that there were so many things about myself that I didn't realize before because I was so caught up in like, oh, I need to do this for a friend or I need to hang out with this friend. Or, I need to help this friend. I need to help this family member. I got to help my, my boyfriend at the time. You know, it was like... It, it was so much, and it's none of these people's fault at all. Like, I willingly did this, and I don't take that back, like, because mm-hmm. that's something that I like to do is help other people. But I can't help other people if I don't help myself. Right. You know, and so I started doing the podcast because I was having genuine conversations about things that I just never thought of with, like, my family and my friends, and they were really deep and very intellectual that were really inspiring that made me feel fed. It made me feel like I can go out and do more. And a lot of people my age and a lot of people within my community, within the black community, we don't have these type of conversations, mm-hmm. you know, like in a lot of my conversations at that time centered around like just negativity and gossip and what was happening in the news, the negative mm-hmm. side of news and just judgments and, and and things that were just clouding my mind that didn't need to. And having conversations about life and and what i can do to improve myself what i can hold myself accountable for and recognizing that it was so important to have that because it made like i said it made me feel fed Mm -hmm. and i was like there's really not a lot of this out there and with the at the time with the pandemic going on i was like it's important that we have something to to see and like People have told me often that I I tend to give good advice, which I appreciate. Um, i just be talking, to be honest. (laughs) But um, I was like, well, and I, you know, I I prayed on it. And God had spoke to me and told me, like, you should do it. And I did it. And I do it. And I, I do it the way how I want to. Because, one, I'm my own boss in this. And I like, you know, when you were talking about authority and everything, I I don't like being under authority Mm -hmm. either. I like to to do things my way. And and it's no disrespect to anyone in that way, but it's like I like to know how things are done because that's when I feel like I can be authentic. And I set the tone. I Mm -hmm. set the energy. And I feel like with this podcast, that's what I do. I set the energy. I set the tone. I set the Mm -hmm. vibe. But also, I do it and I try to do it in a way that's not... condescending anyone else but in a way of like this is my light and this is how i shine it Mm -hmm. you know and so like for me it 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 contributes to like me reclaiming my power because i'm authentically myself you know and i i share what i'm passionate about i share what's on my mind and i use this as a way and i don't use this in a cocky way but like i i get to uplift people because I'm uplifting myself mm-hmm. and I'm not able to uplift other people unless I uplift myself and so that's reclaiming to me to be able to have these conversations because when I speak these things like I'm definitely preaching to myself because there's things that I need to work on mm-hmm. and so it's like it's a form of me just like feeding myself and 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 lifting myself up to help also lift other people up so we could just be a better uh, like, we can have a better community and a better environment so we can better each other, you know. And that's my overall goal with anything that I do is to just be rooted in bettering ourselves. So, I hope that answers the question.
1: <laughs> I love it. No, it absolutely does. It's like legit, I have to say, all day, this whole, all these conversations have been fantastic. Yay. I'm um, glad. But, like, specifically right now, having the opportunity because i i'm so honored like i said to to have the opportunity to to have to be here having these conversations with you and you asking me all of these questions oh. but 100 percent hearing you right now just this bit right here talking about something this thing that you are clearly so passionate about oh. was you know you just so so clearly eloquently with such flow just like put it all out there in such a way like you're i just love it like that that brings me joy right oh, thank like, you like you're that joy that you have the way that you like 100 light up talking about that and that kind of like passion for humanity oh, right thank you. and for wanting a genuine uh curiosity about other people about the world around you and about the way that you move through that world alongside all these people like i just love it so much like that is like so authentic that and and it was amazing to hear you describe all of that right now
0: oh thank you so much. yeah i know
1: legit like thank you yeah that's awesome that is such a a a, it's a beautiful experience and to see another person like absolutely like just do doing something that is you know, rooted in pure joy, really, right? It is, it really is, like, having, you
0: know, like, doing what I do now, it, it's really exciting, and, like, I feel, even though it's been really, like, busy and hectic, like, I've, I feel so honored to say that, like, I got to record three different episodes with, like, four different guests in a matter of, three days like that's amazing it's just really exciting and so it's just cool to like meet up with with people like yourself and like my friends and and my family you know to just have these these intimate conversations that help change ourselves and also change the world around us and it's just so exciting to see what it can do and i know like it's starting off small but it's reaching somebody you know yeah and that's what matters to me, you know. And it'll get to the point that it needs to get to on the timing of the divine. So, like, I, you know, I, I really do. I appreciate you for having this conversation with me Thank you. because I love a good conversation. Oh, we
1: love these good conversations, man.
0: And I appreciate you for saying what you were saying. Stuff like that makes me blush because I don't realize like how I speak on things until somebody tells me. You totally. know, none of us do. You know. Yeah.
1: yeah. So. I yeah. appreciate that. Heck yeah, man! Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Aww. It is, and I—I I mean, I love it. Like these are the kinds of like like we were saying earlier. These are the human experiences. These are the, you know, the things that'll keep us thinking. Mm-hmm. The things that'll, you know, I'll be tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like just thinking, I'll be going about my day, doing my work, but I'll be oh, you know, wandering back to oh yeah, what Tabitha said about X, Y, and Z. Like that's so true. Mm-hmm. And and then thinking about you know yeah, folks are going to listen to this. Someone's going to listen to it. And then maybe something uh, one of us said sparks in it, a Google search, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how it starts. It's that just these small right? little, you know, yeah. curiosity. Mm-hmm. Just be curious about the world around you, you just know, and the people around you. Yeah. Ask questions, you know. I love it. I love it, too. Yeah. It's, it's really valuable. And,
0: like, it, it's it, I value, like quality time with people
1: totally what I one of the things that I enjoy the most out of life and about connections with other people and interacting with other people is being able to connect with people from different backgrounds
0: yeah
1: right because it's so it's how we learn more about one another
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right and I feel like it contributes to a more just a deeply authentic human experience Mm -hmm. when we open ourselves up to new experiences and new uh, opportunities for learning
0: mm-hmm.
1: right so yeah
0: yeah definitely definitely we love a good valuable conversation Heck yeah so we're at the end of the episode but i'm going to wrap up with a couple of things um so before we end do you have any resources that you would like to share you don't have to share them, but um if you have any that you like would like to provide um
1: you're welcome to say so you know and it's not even specifically a specific resource but to urge anyone who is struggling with any kind of like crisis mental health crisis or struggling with um identity or issues with gender identity specifically especially given that we're sitting here talking about feminism and what it means to move through the world as a woman Mm -hmm. um just to encourage folks to to seek help there are community health centers especially locally here in colorado community reach can be a good resource um for individuals who may be uh needing someone to talk to Mm. um young people especially who maybe don't have older people in their circle who they can rely on just I guess just that that would be the only kind of like resource I would I think that would relate especially to the topic of what we were discussing
0: yeah uh, that definitely is one of the greatest resources you can have yeah yeah definitely because it's, it's from like lived experience and there's already a connection there simply because it's like a human connection you know
1: yeah and just being able to find uh some kind of support and being able to talk through um some of the heavier things that you know people in general go through but like specifically women mm -hmm. you know and women's issues yeah um and I suppose there is just one other because while we were, it is while we discuss things like feminism and empowerment, it's important to remember that so many women are not in a healthy environment where they can express those things, mm. and unfortunately, there are a lot of women who end up in abusive situations. Yeah. And so there's uh, one specific organization that I'm familiar with called the Latina Safe House, um, and that's a Pretty much it's in the name of safe house right um for latina women who are in a domestic violence situation mm. okay and they can be found on um social media on, on instagram um nothing just just latina safe house okay mm-hmm. um if
0: i can also find like the the link to and provide it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so yeah, the link will be provided, the ads will also be provided in the description of this episode. So if that is something that you would like to utilize for for someone you know or even yourself, it will be provided to you so that you can access, you can have access to that resource. Um... Alright, so now something that I like to do at the end of my episodes. It's like a bit of a tradition. And I also have a new tradition that I'm adding, which is just like a piece of advice and an affirmation. What's like your your
1: word of advice? Allow uh allow space for for humility. Mm. Right? Um, everyone, like in all our interactions, if we could all just have a little bit more humility mm. and open ourselves up to empathy, Hmm. I think that that would, that would uh, create an environment for healthy change.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, Um, when thinking in terms of what we were discussing today, right? Like, um, more than anything, compassion and empathy Hmm. for, you know, always just I guess consider it sounds not to be cliche but yeah it sounds cliche but like everyone's going through something Mm, right but that's true to be able to step back with humility and understand that everyone's experience is unique to that person and sometimes a little compassion a little empathy can not only help the other person but also you right mm-hmm. open yourself up to learning
0: yeah definitely yeah that's a really nice piece of advice especially in terms of like what we were talking about today yeah um and then last but not least what's an affirmation that you have relating
1: to this topic <laughs> I was gonna like crack choke <laughs> like I'm bad bitch no <laughs> And, and that's that.
0: <laughs> and that is that. And that can that very much can be the affirmation. Because <laughs> oh, these are facts. And you are. <laughs> thank you. And
1: so are you, my oh, dear. Thank you, darling. Thank you. Um I honestly though, for real, for real, for real. I think it would just be like some variation of it. Mm-hmm. You know i think it would have to be more a little bit more though along the lines of um you know staying true to myself like kind of like not one of those you know again like saturday night life skit one (laughs) of like i am good (laughs) i am loved but yeah like i am valuable Mm. right i am valued I have uh, a lot to give. Mm. I think that that to me ultimately is like an important kind of affirmation, like a reminder. Like, I have valuable uh, experience and insights to give to others. I love that. I think that that's an important thing for me anyway, as an individual, to remind myself Mm. that what I have to say is important
0: and Mm. of value. Mm. I'm valuable, and what I have to say is important and of value. That's golden. It is. Well, thank you so much for being on my show. Thank you for all of the gems that you've dropped, all of the facts that you've dropped like literal facts, statistical facts, historical facts, societal facts, all of them. Because there was so much information that was packed in this episode, but it's all. Very rich and very necessary for us to move forward as a society and these com these conversations can be very uncomfortable to talk about because they're very controversial, oh. but they're very necessary and like you said they are very much of value and so I thank you for being here and sharing your wisdom with the world thank you, you you have said everything so beautifully and It's just been an honor talking to you and being at your house for almost 12 hours. (laughs) I know.
1: Thank you so much, Tabitha. Like, legit, likewise. Like, I feel so, like I I said, I was so honored when you asked me. And, you know, going back to, yeah, that affirmation, I have to remind myself, yeah, what I have to say is I I have valuable things to contribute. And thank you for seeing that, you know, and for seeing me of course and for for being such lovely company all day today like for mm-hmm. real you are so welcome back here anytime oh thank the you the way that my kids and my animals all just like flocked to you is just heartwarming and beautiful oh. and i love it and this is yeah okay. it's fantastic and you're welcome back anytime
0: that's gonna make me emotional my cancer <laughs> rising <laughs> <laughs> I got a fire sign, <laughs> but I got a water sign in me. Be like, <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Thanks for having me. I yeah. would love to come back.
1: Kick it with thank the girls. and yeah. hook you up with some frijoles negros? Oh,
0: please. please. Please, 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 please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much. Um, we are wrapping it up now, but thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. Um, we, um, obviously had so much to say, so I hope that something resonated with you all and there is something that you can take with you moving forward so it can be better as a society because it's important and we are all powerful in our own ways. We just have to know what that is within ourselves and what, what it is inward. So Thank you. Thank you all for tuning in. And I will see you all next week. Bye. 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 Bye.